Thank you, love, and welcome to Medicine Caller Podcast. I want to invite you another layer deeper into the temple. We have a Patreon, and I would love for you to check it out. There are layers of support and nourishment for people calling medicine and for people restoring the temple, people healing together. I would love for you to come support this podcast and be supported in even more ways. To all my Patreon members, thank you. We are in this together. I appreciate you. I'm grateful. We'll talk soon. Consider yourself invited. Check it out, and I invite you to join. Let's get on with the show. Intimate, wise, and healing conversations with the people who are carrying us through this time of true transformation and complete rebirth. Welcome to Medicine Caller, where visionaries share the real, the raw, the good, and the holy. I am your host, Sophia Wise One. Let's journey. Medicine Caller Podcast, and I'm the host, Sophia Wiseman. Here's the deal. Who am I? Here's the deal. Who are you? What is happening? Like, what is happening right now? I've been saying that a lot, but that's really how I feel about it right now. I'm on attempt like five to record this episode for you all. I have been so all over the place. And what I just realized more than anything else is that I'm just in a complete ego meltdown, like complete identity dissolving. I'm simultaneously filled with joy and pride and excitement to share this project that's coming to completion after four years and four months and like massive, massive growth, success, prayers being answered, dreams coming true. That's just what I asked for. It's happening in real time. Did that really just happen? While at the same time being like, (laughs) I just woke up (laughs) and cried for like the... 18th day in a row, you know, just being like, what is happening? I hate myself. All I can see is all the ways that I have like run habits that have undermined my joy and undermined my joy and undermined my joy and undermined my joy. And I'm like sitting with myself, looking at myself, being like, okay, can can we do it different now? Like, can we do it different now? I would really like to do it different now. And I am just... darlings, like, what is happening? And what's intense is that I have, I have like a fair amount of context to answer to that question for myself, like a lot of context, a lot of context, actually, of just being like a couple things are happening. One, collectively, it's massive right now. Astrologically, we just went through like all of these portals and we have more coming and it's happening all the time. And then just like on a collective web, like when I go in and look, it's just the level of 
activation of people going like, I will not settle. I will not settle. Like, this is not okay. This is not okay. The holy impatience, the like, this has to be different. We have to do it differently. Like, this cannot be, right? The like rising of these children that are like, you're destroying our planet. We're gonna stop you. Like, it's an intense time. And like, is it always an intense time? Is it a growing intense time? I don't know. But for me personally, it has felt electric. It's felt electric. And it has been a time of intense practice. I really love to drop an episode every other week. It feels sustainable. It feels nourishing. It feels like we stay connected. And I was in a hole. I was in a productive hole, but I was in a hole this month. And I could not get my head above the water to to be with you. And I think the best way to actually address it all is to just actually read you a little section. So so I'm just going to read you this little thing here, and then I'm going to tell you about it. The card is Ego's Last Stand. And here's the teaching. There comes a time when a certain habit or ingrained way of being really starts to change. Things are moving forward. You are receiving all the signs that you are on track. And then the ego's last stand happens. You can call it a test. You can call it an initiation. Or you can call it just good old stubborn humanness. Right as you sit on the precipice of real transformation, an old habit or pattern gets activated, and there you are in the middle of a mess, feeling just like you used to feel. You know it's the ego's last stand when the pain and the drama of the situation is excruciating in its redundancy. With time, practice, and a gift of good humor, The experience can also become laced with a ridiculous thread of hilarity. You may feel a touch of terror that you are doomed to forever repeat this pattern. You're not. It's possible that you can see the old, new, and changing behaviors all at the same time. How you used to do it, how you've done it differently, and how you'll do it from now on. It will take effort, a good sense of humor, and your practices to get beyond the tantrum your ego is throwing. As the old way of being thrashes its way towards death and rebirth. This is a good time to stay the course and remember you are bigger than your identity and habits. You are loved. Now's the time for a hug, a dance party, a flow of tried and true tears, and many deep breaths. So there it is. That's where I've been. Is that where you've been? Have you been in an ego's last stand situation? So that's, so this is how this happened. This is why this card is coming to us right now. So I made this deck, right? This card game and Oracle deck. It's been four years and four months coming into completion. And I was, a few weeks ago, I was sitting with a friend, medicine friend. Sometimes I call her the stone doctor. She's a crystal resonance therapist. And uh, I'm sitting and she's holding the deck. We're like pulling cards from a bunch of decks and she's holding the deck and she referred to it as being alive. And I looked at her 
And like over the next hour or so, I was like, can this deck just stay with you? Like it's, it's alive to you. It feels good to be seen as alive because after four years and four months for me, it being so close and yet being so far has felt like it was, there was a heaviness, you know, like, I mean, I, you know, I almost always carry my deck with me, um, to share with other people, to play with myself, to just be with, like, I just carry it with me. And I was just like, no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it here. And, uh, and, you know, for me in, in this, in this reading, you know, it says it's a good time to stay the course and remember you're bigger than your identity and habits. What this past month has been about for me has been like taking time to practice, give myself the the container and the containment in a supportive way um, to like hold myself, to let all the thrashing, the grieving, the projections, the habits. For me, this ego's last stand hasn't been one habit. It's been it's been like the linchpin that has released all the, all, like this network of habits. And I'm sure at the, you know, I'm uh, maybe I'm getting to the base of it, but ego meltdown is what it is. So just, just let it keep melting in the meantime. Um, but, you know, this project is called I Love My Life. I Love My Life Card Game and Oracle Deck. And it's 72 teachings. And they're the teachings that I've said like over and over and over again that have come up over and over and over again with people. And then I added over 150 different practices, tried and true practices, the same practices that I use when I'm grieving, that I use to get me through my divorce, that I use to heal my PMDD, that I use to rearrange my approach to being with myself after I realized I would fit the criteria for ADHD. The same practices I use to help people heal and recover my own sexual uh, trauma and abuse, help other people recover from sexual trauma and abuse, abuse in general, codependency. Um, all of these things that I've navigated, it's it's the tools that I have used and it's the tools that I have used with other people for 20 years to shift and make a new choice. See, one of the things is about making a choice. Like one of the things I've really been thinking about a lot as I've been sitting with this. So like one of the things, in case you don't know this, and I'm kind of joking because whatever, I don't know. We remember and forget a lot of things. So it's a reminder to myself I've really been sticking with, which is like when you pray for something, when you ask for something, you know, what gets to happen is you get to see all the ways in which you are not available to having that happen. So when I prayed to um, be peace, to become the embodiment of peace in ceremony, eight, somewhere between eight and 10 years ago, what happened for me for the next four months was every day I saw the ways in which I waged war. I was like, peace, peace, peace. I had this deep ceremony, deep fire ceremony. It was like eight-hour ceremony. And then starting the very next day, it was like, oh my gosh. If I want to be peace, I get to see all the ways that I wage war. If I want to make a new choice, choice can only happen in the landscape of consciousness. If it's not a conscious choice, it's not a choice. It's a pattern. It's an autopilot. So choice happens when we become aware and when we become conscious of a landscape. And so... This prayer of I love my life, which is about loving my life, loving my life force, loving my creative, ecstatic 
divine being and it's also about loving the circumstance or the landscape or the expression or the manifestation of that loving my life I love my life which means as I've moved to completing this project I have been in the deep exposure of all the things that I hated about my life all the things that I have hated about my life. That's the medicine that I've been in because I've been looking at how I love my life and I've been claiming and and moving forward and getting ready to say, I love my life. I, I want to help you love your life, right? Well, thanks to the good old prayer of integrity, that means I get to clean up a whole massive landscape. And it's not like there's an end destination. Like I do love my life. I've even loved my life in this shadow shitstorm that it's been for the past two months, but it it hasn't felt fun. <laughs> I've had fun in the midst of it, but it's just, it's been, it's been work. It's been work. And, and I'm really excited because in some ways I didn't know if it was ever going to happen. Like I didn't know if I was going to finish this book. This compendium is 400 and 20 pages, you know, and it's, it's a massive body of work. It's massive. And there's a whole massive digital library that goes along with it. There's 20, over 20 um, guided practices that are guided meditations that you can listen to. And then uh, I'm in the process of shooting the videos. There's 72 videos that go along with that. And I'm in the process of re-recording and editing medicine songs that go along with that. And then there's a bunch of supplemental like organized material from my like 10 years of blogging and vlogging that has like other material that's like free and accessible. So creating this library, this body of work that is playable, that's digestible. And so it's big, you know, and I know I'm not the only one. Like everybody is, is either in this like deep process of bringing into being what they've been praying for and looking for and wanting for for the past three years, the past four years, the past six years, the past 10 years, the past 30 years. Or the other thing that I'm seeing people happen is this up, this like this unsettled, like agitating healing medicine that's like, I want it. Like I'm not going to settle anymore. Like the awakening and the disruption that allows you to get into that deeper place. I've been in a practice for the past year um, of really doing a desire practice that's a conversation with my soul. And so asking my soul what its desire is, what it is desiring to experience, to contribute, to be, to manifest, to... um, Yes. Right. Like asking, like, what do you we're here We're it's like you're here. Why? Like, why do you want to be here? And having this radical perception that the desire is sacred and holy. And it's a compass. It's a compass. It's a compass. And so I've been having this year of asking this really repeatedly, like daily asking this question of like, OK, like, what are you really wanting And that is, it's been, I mean, it's been emboldening and it's felt like bold and like sometimes rude and like sometimes exciting of just like, I, hmm, let me see, what do I want to say here? Let's take a breath together. I just was like, we went in there 
Okay. Feels good. <laughs> what I know is that my soul has shown me these frequencies, these experiences, these fulfillment visions and what it feels like. And what I know is that a different person than who I was lives that life. And so it's another round of letting the ego, letting the identity, letting the habits shift. And the ideas of how it happens shift. I mean, it's just been the most foundational pieces. I'm just going to take a moment to just let these feelings be. (laughs) And so I also just want to honor, like, your release happening too. Invite a, there's an energetic invitation to be seen with one another right now. Like we can't, none of us can keep doing what we were doing and have a different life you know it's not it's not that's not how it works (laughs) so it feels like appropriate like it's fitting this moment right now so when you pull a card, the game comes with a die. You like roll the die, and uh, and ego's last stand has six practices. Most of them have at least six. Almost all of them have at least six. A couple of them just have less than that. Some of them have more than that. And then whatever the die lands on, that's the practice that's being offered to you. So when I pulled this card, the practice that land that I got um, was a fall a party. And a fall party is, it's like when you fall apart, but make a party about it. A fall party is um, when you take a moment to just kind of set the, t- again, that container, set that intention to just be like, okay, this is, this is a mess. This is a place to unpack and, and dump out. This isn't, this isn't like, I want all the things I'm going to say to come true. Like, you know, a, a, like a, an insulating, I, I usually imagine an insulating purifying bubble um 346 follow party on 346 here we go i'll just read it so this is the practice so so here we are ego's last stand um pull the card and then the practice is a fall party this is a designated time to fall apart and have a party at the same time You are having a party for and celebrating falling apart. The fall party is held in a sacred orb of purifying magic. This is a space to grant permission for you to not be your best self. 
to have space to process, express, and sort out without needing to censor at all. A space to dive in and express that which you work to keep in check or under wraps for the well-being or well-perceiving of yourself or others. It's not a way to live a life. It's an exercise in uncensored expression. Elements often include emotional rambling, hopefully some blabbering and blubbering, thrashing about on the floor, stomping, possibly accompanied by crossed arms and refusal to talk, very judgmental talk about self or others, yelling, shouting, and screaming, weeping uncontrollably, flopping, going limp, ranting about how hopeless everything or a particular thing is, and most importantly, a full, unapologetic, or apologetic if that's part of it, letting down of all the supposed tos and surrendering the per- to the perfect mess that being a human is, so you can express what's got you spinning or stuck. Pour the purse of yourself out right here, right now, and shake, shake, shake. After that, you can sort out what's trash, what's treasure, and what's useful. I love you. So that's the practice that came in for me. And that's the practice I offer you to bring in your magical orb and if you haven't, if you know, because I, that practice came in for me, which made sense because I was really in my, like, in my grief and control and my pattern, like my patterns of like trying to, I was really trying to figure things out and I was getting really stuck on what went wrong so I could figure out how to do it right. Um, because if something went wrong and I could blame myself or someone else, then that means that I had the power to like make it right when the truth is like, things are just kind of in in alignment and I was just having feelings about it just feeling disappointed and frustrated and scared and excited and unknowing and really disappointed in myself and (sighs) feeling really ready on one level to make new choices and do something different and see different results in my life and build confidence and consistency. And it's been a lot of healing the divine masculine in me and being able to really care, provide for myself, be my own safe container. It's been a lot of that um, work. And so In the best ways, it was it was like diligence, and I was looking like very closely and and being um, focused about how I was approaching things. And in the in the least helpful way, I was being really um, like kind of judgmental and and a little bit repressive around my feelings and um, and wa- being really kind of like, if I can figure this out, then I can get what I want, like get what I want. And I was yeah, so. So that morning I did another practice called mirror meditation, which is also in the book and which is a practice of being with oneself and the fall party and really had a chance to begin to unwind and unpack some of my agendas on myself. And, you know, one of the things I really try to move into every day is acceptance and presence, right? Like being present means accepting what's happening, (laughs) not trying to fight that that's not happening. So... It's been a big, you know, it's, I've spent a lot of time praying and asking for the same things in my life. I think a lot of us do that. It's like, whether that's like a soul calling of the thing that we're here to work on or, 
it's just we're just working out the six-year-old wound or whatever it was like you know I don't know without getting like too heavy about that in one way or another of like there's like repetition or like we just pick a thing and we just work with it until we get somewhere new with it and then work with it some more and uh having confidence in myself being free and accepting myself have been huge for me my whole life and I spent a lot of time in my 20s thinking that I could somehow love myself and figure out myself enough to be good company and then someone else would like love me enough that I would feel good about myself. And that's not that strange or weird. (laughs) A lot of people go through that. Um, A lot of people live their whole life in that. Um. But this, this recent chapter has really been about shifting into really being able to provide that container, that safety, that affection, that appreciation, that trust for myself. And I know that the result of that is that I get to have deep companionship and deep sharing with other people in my life when I provide that for myself. It's like not confusing. Like it's not like I've never experienced moments of that or anything. And I've experienced more of that in the past year than ever before, which is probably why I am where I am right now. Because I I believe it. I have like more lived proof that say like, yo, go like you could go like you can really go a distance. Like I went a major distance and had incredible results of just being like this is me take it or leave it and just this deep personal experience of like oh oh like relief and having this deep experience of relating with family members lovers friends colleagues having that sense of freedom to be myself is always freeing and an invitation for someone else to be themselves and that's that is my That is my soul's desire is to be manifested and living in a reality in which we are our divine embodiment and expression. We are free. We are embodied and we are each our own. And this intense appreciation and satisfaction and joy and bliss and majesty of the collective evolving like each of us are as we are just as we are and I believe in that and I think that's where I'm going to kind of close us today um I want to let you know you can get your game sophiawiseone.com backslash store and you're invited to the event. You can see the link um, down there. I know it's in Philly, but like it'll be a part. It's worth traveling for. Um, uh, yeah, maybe you're around or maybe you want to come and maybe you want to have me party where you are. Um, yeah, so that's huge. It's huge. It's really happening. Um, and I think I'll probably like, I don't, who knows what it'll be like when I'm like not in this particular whole where I'm still like work working and have this like checklist of like 24 things um that still need to get done by February 15th so 
it's good. It's a couple weeks. I got it. I got it. And I don't have it, but like it's going to, I'm letting it happen through me. Focus, magic of focus. So that's what it is. I'm going to tap, tap back into the, the weaving here and just say, <laughs> I, we are going, we are living into, I am accepting this new paradigm looks like and feels like and is where you are as you are. You are loved and celebrated. You are free. You are divine. You are pleasured. You are pleasurable. And I am as I am. I am free. I am pleasured and pleasurable. And we are enjoying the majesty of incarnation. We are evolving consciousness through creative, pleasurable, generative, life-giving ways. We are communing with the physical manifested and the subtle worlds in the way that our soul wants to. That's where I'm going. That's where you are invited to come with me. That is what I know. That is what I see. Sending you so many blessings. Just oh. may you be blessed. May you be a blessing. And may you know you are a blessing. Love to all, light to all, and peace to all. Be well, my friends. Talk to you next time. Peace. <laughs>
fed you and was just what you need, consider sending it and sharing it with a friend. Thank you. Thank you for all your support. Thank you for all your work, all your medicine. I know deep in my being, you are weaving with me. Thank you. Thank you. We are in this together. <laughs>